Scientists cautious as Russia says early data shows Sputnik V coronavirus vaccine is 92% effective. So Russia's sovereign wealth fund said on Wednesday that an early analysis of data from its Sputnik V coronavirus vaccine suggests it is 92% effective. However, some scientists are urging caution, noting that the data is far from conclusive. The interim analysis of Sputnik V came after researchers identified 20 COVID-19 cases among Phase three trial participants who received the vaccine or a placebo, according to a news release from the Russian Direct Investment Fund, the RDIF, which funded vaccine production and is responsible for selling it globally. According to RDIF's news release, no unexpected adverse events have been identified during the Phase three trial. Some who received the Russian vaccine, which was developed by the Gamaleya Institute, had short-term minor adverse events such as pain at the injection site, flu-like syndrome, including fever, weakness, fatigue, and headache. So the Russian Phase three trial will continue for six more months, and data from the trial will be published in an international medical journal following a peer review, RDIF said in a statement. Separate from the ongoing Phase three trials, in September, the vaccine was first administered to a group of volunteers from the red zones of Russian hospitals. 10,000 vaccinated volunteers, including medics and other high-risk groups, were observed, RDIF said, and confirmed the vaccine's efficacy rate of over 90%. But Dr. Peter Hotez, an infectious disease specialist at Baylor College of Medicine, who is also developing a coronavirus vaccine, told CNN he doubled that he doubted that the 20 COVID-19 cases were enough to give a solid view of Sputnik V's efficacy. Intuitively, it doesn't make sense to claim 92% protection just based on 20 events, but we'll have to see the data, he said. So that the regulators need to see the data and a regulatory authority that has experience should review the data, such as the EMA, the European Medicines Agency. They're the ones that really need to look at this and say, well, you know, this is too small. Really for you to say is 92% effective. RDIF's announcement followed an announcement by Pfizer and BioNTech on Monday that their COVID-19 vaccine was found to be more than 90% effective based on early analysis of its data. Their interim analysis followed more than 90 confirmed coronavirus cases among trial participants. More than 43,530 participants have been enrolled in the Phase three trial, and 38,955 volunteers have received a second dose, and Pfizer said Monday. The two vaccines are actually different. Pfizer's is based on a messenger RNA platform, a never-before-approved vaccine technology, while RDIFs is based on an inactivated adenoviral vector. One advantage of adenoviral vaccines is that they do not need to be stored and transported in extremely cold temperatures, scientists say. Bohotez cautions that no matter the vaccine makeup, Drug makers risk getting ahead of themselves by making efficacy claims at this point. I would say neither announcement should have been made. That's not how we do this. 
The way we do this is you submit the dossier to the regulators. The regulators authorize it, either authorize it or approve it. And then you go ahead and you can release that information to the public with the clinical trial data ready to go, he added. Third quarter, so this new concept store will reflect that major business shift. Rather than traditional tables where people can eat, there will be a center table for people waiting on orders. With the digital sales tripling over year over year last quarter, consumers are demanding more digital access than ever before. So we're constantly exploring new ways to enhance the experience for guests. Kurt Garner, Chipotle's chief technology officer, said in a news release. The first of these new concept stores will open in Highland Falls, New York, and cater to the cadets at the West Point Military Academy. The design and business model mirror a similar process used at a Starbucks location in New York City. Billionaire Mark Cuban, who is a regular on the show Shark Tank, believes now is the time for businesses to rethink their workflow, specifically citing the restaurant industry. If people aren't going back to downtown anymore, the whole ecology of coffee shops, diners, those businesses are really going to struggle, Cuban said during a CBA Insights virtual technology conference earlier this year. Sustaining a business and trying to retain legacy revenue streams are going to be more difficult for physical businesses, but there will be equivalent opportunities to create new businesses that aren't held back by the ways of the past. Cuban believes there's no better time to start a company than during a pandemic-like experience. He said larger businesses will have to deal with legacy issues like modifying or adjustment space and layouts. Existing businesses are going to have to figure out how to continue on, while new businesses may recognize the difference, he added. We've already seen some restaurants rework their drive throughs to allow for additional cars and other restaurants embrace delivery. Chipotle believes this digital-only store will also keep workers safer by limiting face-to-face -face interaction with customers. Feel free to check out 40box.com to master your money, personal finance lessons and courses. Do you want to make money online? Learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. And you can also earn five, like a potentially $500 free stock from Robinhood by going down below and joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. You can also get some free Bitcoin by joining Coinbase down below as well. And you can automate your investing you can, using Acorns, which is basically where you do your everyday purchases and it rounds up to the next dollar and automatically invest that for you based on what you want. So it was a pretty interesting thing and a pretty laid back way to get involved into investing. And we'll see you in future episodes. Martin McKee professor of European Public Health at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine, told CNN that Pfizer initially planned an interim analysis on just 32 positive cases, but the FDA said it wasn't enough. McGee agreed that 20 positive cases was a weak basis for analysis in Sputnik V's case, but nevertheless expressed cautious optimism about Russia's announcement. It all comes down to how many people are included in the trials and the prevalence of infection in the communities where the trials are taking place, he said. So more than 20,000 people have received their first dose of the Sputnik V vaccine as part of the Phase 3 trial, and 16,000 participants have received the second dose, according to the RDIF. 
I think RDIF know that they've got to get it vetted, and they said in the press release they will publish the leading international journals. So they're going to have to do that, and those journals are not going to accept anything without fairly rigorous audits of the data, and they are well aware of that. They have to not make any mistakes, McKee said. RDIF told CNN that Russia will publish the clinical trial protocol for Sputnik V in November, and the next interim analysis will be at 39 coronavirus cases. Russia drew criticism from scientific circles earlier in the year when it announced the world's first approved coronavirus vaccine for public use in August, even before crucial phase 3 trials had been completed. Results from the first human test at Sputnik V were published in the Lancet in September, and only 76 people were involved in the first two trials, too few to determine if the Russian vaccine was safe and effective. But the peer-reviewed report said that only mild adverse effects were reported in the vaccine triggered an immune response in trial participants. A health worker a he- yeah, health worker prefers to inject the Sputnik vaccine into a patient's arm during a trial at the city clinic number 46 in Moscow, Russia, on September 23rd, and Eleanor Riley, professor of immunity, Immunology and Infectious Disease at the University of Edinburgh has urged all vaccine makers to put quality and safety over speed. RDIF's announcement of Sputnik V's interim analysis is encouraging, she said in a statement to the UK Science Media Center. However, she added, I worry that these data have been rushed out on the back of the Pfizer-BioNTech announcement earlier in the week. This is not a competition, she also said, voicing concern of many in the scientific community. We need all trials to be carried out to the highest possible standards, and it is particularly important that the preset criteria for unblinding the trial data are adhered to avoid cherry-picking the data. Anything less than this risks a public loss of trust in all vaccines, which would be a disaster. And also, Chipotle changes is what post-pandemic restaurants might look like. Chipotle is opening what it's calling a digital-only restaurant to reflect changes brought about the by the coronavirus pandemic. So the restaurant won't have a dining room and employees won't take orders. Instead, customers will order through an app and pick it up. Or meals will be given to drivers to make deliveries. The company says about half of its sales came through its website and app in the 